0: What's up, everybody? This is Ken Jansen with Worship Leader Secrets, and today we are talking about energy management part two. So the big question is this. How are worship leaders like us, who didn't go to every worship conference in the world and are spending money out of our own pockets, how do we lead our ministry in a way that lets our team, pastors, and church experience God's presence in a way that will change the world and yet still remain real? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ken Jansen, and welcome to Worship Leader Secrets. So in yesterday's episode, we talked about energy management, and I even explained the funnel model for worship, so basically stacking your high-energy songs at the beginning and as you go down the funnel to the smallest part, uh, you've got slower tempo songs and you're also focusing all the energy into a directed point. Maybe an intimate arena or area where people are really connecting with God in His presence. Uh, maybe it's uh, different types of songs that are more pointed inward. Inwardly focused, maybe about how we deal with God's presence and what He's working through us. And then again, that leads into a handoff typically with uh, the pastor, whoever's speaking that day. And as they are stepping up on the stage, you know, God's presence is already there. People are on the same page. It's it's a great environment for the pastor to step into the message and start to li- delivering the message. And then the message continues to focus. Everyone there into a climax or a specific focal point that is the message for that day. What are we working towards helping everyone understand and realize about, you know, what God has for us that day? And then at the end of that, that can go into a response song or. Uh, maybe another creative element or something and then typically I flip the funnel upside down as I'm closing out a service and have another high-energy song at the end as people are going out And uh, basically, it's just a great way, you know, imagine people are high-fiving each other. Wow, church was really awesome today. This is great. You know, it's awesome to be in God's presence, and they head out the door and and go change the world. So uh, a funnel going down into a focal point, that being the the climax, the message, whatever that would be, for the people that day in the church service and then invert the funnel as people are going out, you know, uh, go intimate in the beginning and then fan out real wide with another high energy song. So in energy management part two, let's talk about this. Um, The most important thing that I want to re-emphasize with this funnel model is I see a lot of beginning, um, less experienced worship leaders try slower uh, intimate worship songs at the beginning of their set. And I've done this. So if you've done this and you're raising your hand and I can't see it, uh, just know that I've done it as well. And I practically every time that I've done it, it hasn't worked out. And and I want you to, to feel safe. This is a safe and secure environment. Uh, but let's talk about the analysis of a worship set and a church service. So at some point, you know, we have to be able to say what was a home run? What was a great service? You know, did people come to God's presence? Were they able to enter in? Did, uh, did people engage with the worship that's something we're always working to do um, because again it shouldn't be about me it's it's not about us it's about uh, the church as a collective and how God is going to speak and move with everyone coming to the worship service that day so um, put on your analysis cap uh, if that's a thing uh, your hat for saying all right, let's look at church services and, and see if we can determine what makes them really good um, now, I was at a church one time where there was a pastor that was very analytical, and so much to the point where I personally never uh, saw him really engage in the worship. But he loved to be critical about it. Now, that's not uh, that's not what I'm encouraging here. Um, I want us to be deeply grounded and rooted into. Uh, the Spirit of God and our hearts and being able to worship and give and and all that stuff. But let's also look at some of the aspects that that help other people gather in. So when I have started a worship service with a slow or intimate worship song, um, it's like trying to ramp up. uh, You know, if you've ever ridden a bike and you've gone up a really tall hill, you know, you have to... Uh, put it in the first gear or maybe you've got a single speed bike and you are pushing so hard to pedal that bike up the hill that's what it feels like when you're starting out a worship service with um, a slow intimate worship song And uh, that's something that I think in general we should steer away from, unless you've got a clear direction from God, unless it's kind of like a a prayer and worship service and less praise, high energy music, um, stay away from the slow, intimate worship songs to start out your set. Um, and this is why. If you are pedaling and working so hard to get up that hill, to get everybody on the same page, to bring the energy into a place where everybody is, is unified in one voice and singing uh, together, uh, then the whole rest of your service, the whole rest of your set is going to uh, kind of reap the benefits uh, or the negative benefits, so, so to speak, uh, what's the opposite of benefits? Whatever that is, uh, that's what you're going to be dealing with the whole rest of the service. It's going to feel off. It's going to feel like there's you know, less connection there, like there are several different elements happening in the service. It could be a creative element. It could be a light cue. It could be a cue for a video and all that stuff, and you could have the recipe for a service But it's not really going to, uh, the elements aren't going to meld together and connect with one another in producing a really great service. So, uh, you know, ramping up uh, into a higher energy song, say you start out with a slow tempo song and try to go to a faster one after that, Um, you know, just imagine yourself riding up a hill with a bike and you are pushing really hard to get up there. Or I imagine it as, you know, you've got this huge, Barbell with a ton of weight on it, and you're just trying to lift it up. Um, there's, There's a, I don't know, a metaphysical weight in the environment, in the room, when you're trying to bring all of that energy up. Whereas if you can start with high energy where everybody's coming in and they start, they experience it, they see your energy as a leader and the energy of the team, then you can just coast down the hill from there. Uh, And it really, really works better. So I highly encourage you, follow that funnel model um, and your services are going to really see an impact from there. So... Uh, let's see. I I think that's about all. That's, uh, just wanted to give you a quick tip and kind of further explain the funnel model and energy management. Um, in the next episodes coming up, we'll talk about transitions and some different things we can do there to continue to make these services as best as we can. Uh, because we want to take out any distraction or any, any reason where somebody wouldn't be able to connect with God, and uh, that's one of our responsibilities as worship leaders. So, praying for you. Uh, God bless. Hope you guys have a great day. Hope this uh, reaches you in a in a positive way. And uh, that's all I got for today. So, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Want more worship leader secrets? If so, then go get your copy of my best selling book, Powerhouse at worship-coach.com. Inside, you'll find my top 15 methods I've used, developed, and proven for over 20 years, used at churches around the world for building incredible and engaging worship services where people are connecting with God and lives are being transformed.